Are you ready? Welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a channel where you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then you're in the right place. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Think Millions podcast, where you are hearing real life situations of real entrepreneurs that are growing and scaling businesses with you. And this is how you learn, everyone. You learn by hearing from other people, all their experiences, all their failures, what they're seeing. And we come live to you every single week, every Tuesday and Thursday to give you real situations that's happening because, hey, it might be happening to you now. It might have happened to you in the past, or it might be happening to you in the future. And now we're equipping you with how we handle handle it and what has worked and what hasn't. I'm Dr. Alexa D'Agostino, your host of the Think Millions podcast. And today we're going to talk about how to better control your emotions in business. Look, I'm the first person to tell you I'm Cuban. I am super emotional and I have had to work my entire life on how to control my emotion because part of being a Cuban is you're really passionate, but sometimes I'm too passionate. Sometimes I'm too emotional and I've had to learn how to fix that and how to really get my emotions under control. Because at the end of the day, if you have too much emotion in business, what's that going to do for you? It's going to ruin your business. I'm going to explain to you a few situations that that's happened to me in the past. Now, all of this is coming up because of a couple of different things. So yesterday in our masterclass with a bunch of our students, all we asked was, what is your Q4 goals? And so everyone's going around, they're telling us their Q4 goals. And um, one person in particular started to get very emotional. And I'm like, what's going on? And, and basically, this person was already saying, well, I, I can't achieve my Q4 goals. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Q4 hasn't even really barely started. What do you mean? Like start crying December 30th or, you know, at the end of the year when you haven't achieved your goals, like, why are you crying right now? So we start talking through and she's like, oh, I had five sales calls last week. And then I got COVID and I have five sales calls this week. And I'm like, why are you crying? You have sales calls. Cry if you don't have sales calls, right? So why it's important to understand the emotion of this is because, and this is why I'm doing this podcast, because it's really important. We always talk about these silver bullet tactics and all these things that we need to succeed in business. When the number one thing that you need to have control over and the number one thing that you have to master is your own emotion, because your own emotion is what gets in your way. Your own emotion is what stops you from reaching your goals. And I look at this particular person that we're coaching and she's a perfect example. She has sales calls. So what you didn't win with the first two. That's okay. Learn what you did wrong. And then the next three, you change things so that you win the next three. Do you think that I won every single sales call? In fact, the first 12 people that I actually did calls with for our Passion CEO program, I didn't win. And what did I do? I kept perfecting, perfecting, perfecting until that 13th person finally said I'm in. And that person is still with us today, right? And so it's about controlling your emotions. It's not just about having confidence, but understanding you can always be better. And when you're losing, you it's not the time to be emotional. It's actually the time to be strong. It's the time to say, I can do this. It's the time to have a positive attitude. It's the time to self-talk and have positive self-talk to yourself, right? Because when we have a fixed mindset that I can't, if you say I can't, guess what? You can't. If you say I can, I can. And so 
that's, that's why we're doing this podcast because it is a live example of somebody in our coaching program that basically told us they failed at Q4 before Q4 barely even started. And guess what? That person's going to fail now in Q4, unless they change their mindset, unless they get their emotions under control. So what's funny is I guarantee you this episode will have a lot less views than all the other really trendy topics when this is actually the most important thing. This is what's actually making people fail. It's not the silver bullet tactics or the skills. Like, yes, it's important. We always talk about the four things that you need to succeed in anything, in any career, in any business is what? Confidence, clarity, connections, or support. I I also call it and skills. Those are the four most important things that you need to succeed. But part of confidence is being able to control your emotions, right? So to give a couple other examples, I'll give you some examples of my past and history that really shows where my emotions got out of whack and how it hurt my business and how it hurt my career. And I mean, I have God, I probably have 20 examples, but I'll pull a few, right? So one of my weaknesses is that I care a lot and it seems like it would be a positive, but sometimes it could really be a negative. And sometimes I get overly emotional about employees and I struggle to fire employees. I struggle to have really tough conversations. I've gotten better at it at an older age, but especially in the beginning of my career, it's, it's honestly why I ended up selling my business in 2014. I was building an empire. I mean, that, that company is now worth hundreds of millions of dollars and I gave it up. And the reason is because I hated being at the top. Um, I love being in control. I love being the CEO, but I didn't like making the hard decisions and my emotions would get the best of me. I would keep employees around for months or years more than they should have. People were stealing and this, and I kept people because my emotions, I felt bad. Oh, well, that person has a kid. Well, that person stole from me. So why am I keeping this person around? And this actually recently happened. Now, since then, this person I've made up, but I had somebody that stole uh, from my company and I, I was like keeping the person around. And finally, my business partners were like, Alexa, what the hell are you doing? Get rid of this person, right? And so at the end of the day, it's because emotions kicked in. Oh, this person has a kid. I want to help. They're my friend, blah, blah, blah. I become too close to people. I become too caring. And at the bottom line is you can't let your emotions, it's business. You can't always have emotions in business. And sometimes you have to make emotionless decisions. And a lot of times it's tough. It's hard. It's not easy. But what happens is you have people like that who are stealing from you, not doing their job, not showing up, not doing a good job. And what happens? You're losing business. You have money being stolen. You are losing. And so when you let emotions take over, that's what happens, right? Another example is with clients. Sometimes I get so passionate about the work we're doing that I get, I become very emotional when somebody's questioning me or someone's saying, oh, well, that's not accurate or this doesn't look right. Sometimes my first reaction, and that's the difference, you don't necessarily want to react, you want to respond. But sometimes somebody like me, I, I react and I'm like, what? What do you mean you don't like what we're doing, right? And so I've learned through better communication and being able to breathe and calm down that you need to respond. You need to take a moment and you need to pause. You know, everybody should do 12 steps, whether you're an alcoholic or not. In AA, they say restrain a pen and tongue, right? And I never really knew what that meant. And it was probably um, one of my friends taught me this. And for me, I never really knew what it meant. And she kept saying, in AA, they say restrain pen and tongue. And I'm like, what, what the hell does that mean? You know, and I didn't actually go through the program, but for me, I went through it through a person. And 
it was probably the best thing that I ever did and learned was restrain pen and tongue. And you have to make sure that you're, you're not reacting because when you react, the very first thing coming out of your mouth, a lot of times is a reaction. It's not a response and it becomes emotional, becomes defensive. And so I've learned that you have to stop and pause and wait. And if you still feel that way, a couple hours later, a couple days later, then you got to reevaluate, right? So you produce a better response by pausing. Now, it doesn't mean you have to wait days or weeks or, or months to respond. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 15 minutes, but what you don't want to do is react. I just did this yesterday on a call. I had a client who basically was like, this isn't working. I'm like, we're on day five of running ads, man. Like, calm down. Like, of course it's not working. We're still optimizing. We're on day five guys for everybody that does advertising. And if you don't know digital marketing, it takes 30, 90 days for something to optimize that all my agency owners who are listening, you will understand that. But Sometimes people are like, we're on day three. It's not working. I'm like, we're on day three. Calm down. It takes time to optimize, you know? And so my best advice in situations like that is you have to arm them with facts. You have to arm them with a response. And if you don't have the response right there, what you can do is say, hey, look, I hear you. I'm going to go back and I'm going to gather some more information and I'm going to respond later. So gear up with information, gear up with facts. Don't gear up with just an emotional response because all that does is piss the other person off, right? So I've learned through these mistakes that I've made that you've got to do that. The other example is I get overly emotional about my business. It's my baby. And it's actually interesting. I had a coaching call with JT Fox a little I don't know, like a week ago. And I was explaining to him about the emotion of how I feel like nobody else is in it as much as me, you know? And I do have a few people that are in. So that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but I feel like I'm always the one that's losing sleep over the business. I'm always the one that is up like 24 freaking seven working. And sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit alone and I'm really lucky that I have people that are in it with me, but I don't feel everyone is. And his response to me just blew my mind. Like, I literally was like, what? Like, that is incredible. His response to me was this. He said, Alexa, you've got to change your mindset. Nobody's going to care as much as you. So you've got to stop having that expectation. This is your company, your baby. No matter how many shares you give to somebody, they're not going to care as much as you because it's your idea, it's your business. And if you start having that expectation that people are going to care as much as you, then you're just going to be disappointed every single time. And I literally, my mind was blown. I was like, wow, that was probably the one of the, he probably will laugh if he listens to this, not that he has time to listen to my podcast, but that was probably one of the best things that the guys ever said to me. And I walked away like, wow, this is amazing. And then a week later, I had a call with Francie and Francie was like, we were talking about a situation and, and she said something that blew my mind too. She was like, you got to take the emotion out of it. At the end of the day, your emotion is keeping somebody around that shouldn't be around. And the problem is, is keeping somebody around is actually stopping them from getting to where they need to be. And again, I was like, you're right. My emotion is keeping somebody in a company that shouldn't be there. And now I'm doing them a disservice by keeping them around. Right. So again, this is why you need coaches to everyone. Even me, I have coaches, right? Because they give you different perspectives and both JT and Francie's perspective completely changed my thought of a situation. And so again, if you don't have somebody looking from a third party 
out to in of what's going on, it's so difficult for anybody to, to really see clearly, right? So that's why it's so important for everybody to understand you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to understand that emotions are real. They're there. I have them every day. It's why I have three coaches, right? I have two business coaches and I have a mindset coach. Two make a lot more money than me. One doesn't. And that's okay because that one person understands me. That one person can help me go through my emotions and see, are they real emotions? Are they facts? Are, is it emotional? Am I making the right decision? And the last example I'll give you is, you know, we had a recent situation where I was super emotional about it. And my mom, I kept going to my mindset coach. I'm like, Hey, like, here's a situation explaining the situation. She asks a ton of questions, which is kind of annoying, but it's because she's trying to understand, is this, am I making a decision that's emotional or am I making a decision that is from facts? And so the fact that I think that her questions are annoying automatically points to that it's an emotional decision. And that's her point, right? That was her point to me when I was like, why are you asking so many questions? I've already answered all these. She's like, yeah, but I'm asking it in different ways because I'm trying to see how emotional you get. And if this is a decision by emotions and I, and I literally for like three days, I was like, so annoyed. I'm like, why do you keep asking me the same questions over and over again in different ways? I'm like, this is a waste of my time. Um, but what she said was, you're, you're making an emotional decision. You need to wait. You need to breathe. You need to wait until you move on from the situation before you go and make an emotional decision that can change everything, change everything about your life, your business. Like you've got to take a deep breath and take a step back. So that's what I got for you today. And those are real examples, guys. And I'm vulnerably sharing with you how I have dealt with emotions in my life and how I have dealt with not reacting because at the end of the day, you don't want to react. You want to respond. So I hope that this was helpful. If you haven't already hit that subscription button, if this was helpful, please share this podcast. We're trying to get more people to listen to it. We, we pour our heart and souls out on this thing. I know a lot of you will email me and, and write me on LinkedIn and Instagram. The response has been amazing to this. So if you really like this, help us get the word out, help us get Think Millions podcast out. And if you're looking for coaching, we have two great options. If you're trying to hit six figures, go to Passion to CEO and look at our year long coaching program. It's only 1997. It is a no brainer. You get our entire course and roadmap on how to hit six figures. You get, even get amazing uh, bonuses like our, our three, two comma click funnel award funnels. We literally give that to you. We give you our email sequences. We give you how we find our VAs, how we do uh, DM sales. You get everything in this course. You get four masterclasses a week with Q and A's masterclasses with seven and eight figure entrepreneurs. We even bring guests. We brought a billionaire on a couple of weeks ago. You get amazing guests, amazing content and support. And the best part of this whole thing is the community. You get an amazing community of amazing entrepreneurs. It is a no brainer for anybody that's looking for support that might not be able to afford a one-to-one, which we do have those options as well. And then we have our Think Millions, thinkmillions.com. This is for people that are looking for scalability. They have a multi six-figure company. They're trying to hit millions or there are millions trying to hit eight, nine figures. And we help you get the processes, the people and the procedures that you need to get to the next level. So if you want more information, passionateceo.com or thinkmillions.com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Think Millions Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.